Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kane and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strict Anonymous or follow me at Cartoon Therapy. If you can write a review for my show, that'd be really great. Write a review. I love reviews. Uh, write a review on either Stitcher or iTunes or wherever you listen to my podcast. If you want to be on my show, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. I'm always looking for listeners. I go on Craigslist a lot and I love the people that I find on Craigslist, but I also have had like amazing guests who happen to be listeners who wrote in uh, and I have them on my show. Don't think that I'm only interested. Or a lot of people write in and they'll be like, I don't know if you really want this topic because I don't think it's that interesting, but blah, blah, blah. And like, let me just tell you, I'm the type of person that thinks everything is interesting. <laughs> and I think, I think like my podcast is kind of like a testament to the fact that that is most likely true, right? Because everybody that calls into my show, if you ask most people enough questions, you find out that most people are interesting. There's that word again. I don't know why I'm very self-conscious about saying that word a lot lately. Um, but anyway, uh, so if you have a story, if you have a problem, if you live like a very interesting secret life, um, send me an email and have you, I'll have you on my show. Strictly podcast at gmail.com. I have a guy on from Craigslist today. His ad was all about glory holes. And he wasn't even like looking to like fuck a guy in a glory hole or blow a guy in a glory hole. He was looking to, for help on how to build a glory hole. Like he was seriously looking for like construction workers to help him figure out how to, you know, create a glory hole in his own house. So I was like, oh my God, this guy has to be interesting on more levels than just this, right? You know, there's probably a backstory to that whole scenario. So I wrote him and he wrote back and he uh, was interested in being on the show. And that's what this podcast is all about. We talk about the fact that he wants to build a glory hole, why he wants to build a glory hole. You know, his sort of, um, oh, well, not sort of his experience with men and glory holes, because he's like a guy that was married for a very long time. He had a very interesting marriage. He also had a very devastating recent divorce. Um, and so we talk all about the glory hole thing. We talk about his bisexuality and we also talk about his hardcore divorce. Uh, and you know, they're all interesting topics. And like I said, I knew that there'd be more to this guy than just the glory hole thing. And it turns out that his divorce story is pretty hardcore. And I think even those specifics, you know, of everyone's divorce story is very different. I think most people can relate to being completely shafted at the end of a very long term relationship. And that's what this guy was. To me, he was really fucked at the end. And uh, so we talk about that too. 
So I'm going to be right back on with Paul. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, hey, Paul. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. You're on with Kathy. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing good. Cool. So, uh, Paul. So, Paul, I found you on Craigslist and um, because you were like, you have this whole, you had an ad all about the fact that you want to build your own glory hole, right? Like that's what it was. Correct. Right? <laughs> and I that's, was, that's right. I've touched upon glory holes in, you know, on my podcast. I've had several people kind of bring it up, but I've never done a glory hole episode. You know what I mean? Really focused on it. And the fact that you want to build your own, I was like, that's interesting. There's probably a lot of interesting you know, stuff about this person that I could uncover. But let's like start out with the fact that you want to build a glory hole. Explain all that first and uh, and then we'll get into it. Yeah, the uh, I believe the ad that you, or uh, post or whatever that you uh, had responded to, I was actually putting out there to, to uh, like uh, carpenters or yeah. you know, experienced uh, construction guys or something that it'd give me an idea how I might be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I got a you know few responses back and uh, some ideas and um, so yeah, it gets it gets a little freakier actually. What do you mean the the the, re- <laughs> the replies that you get? Because I would assume though, and most well, of the time no, on carpenters. No, the, the whole thing is just is is uh, a little bit more freakier now. I, I'm I'm more than just uh, wanting to build a a personal glory hole. Um, I actually intend to do this at a friend of mine's house in a different town. Um, he and I have both talked about it. Um, he's not able to get out and about and around and. Um, uh, so, you know, I suggested this to him and of course I'm, you know, it's kind of my thing too, but, uh, uh so this wouldn't be going into my house. It's going into a person that I know's house. Right. So when you but say it gets I more freakier than that, you mean the whole story about the, uh, like your story or the, the backstory yeah. on the glory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So first of all, why can't this guy get around? Yeah. Is he like handicapped? Uh, he has Parkinson's. Yeah. Okay, and now you guys, you mentioned before we got on, before I started taping that you were married. So um, I'm just wondering how this came up with this guy that you were able to sort of be straight up with him that you were into glory holes. Like, I mean, is this somebody that always knew about this thing that you were into? Like, how did you and this guy sort um, of become honest okay. about that with well, each other? Is, uh, you know, I've known yeah, I've known this guy forever, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, friend of the family for forever. Um, uh, and um, to be honest, I'm not exactly sure how it broke that we just started discussing it or something. But, uh, yeah, I've known for a long time that 
he was into it, and he's known for a long time that I was into it. And I, unfortunately, I, I am not married uh, anymore. Actually, I got divorced about six months ago. Okay, so let me, give me, let me start with a little... 25, yeah. 25 years. I was going to say, give me a little backstory on you. First of all, how old are you? I am 53. Okay, and so you were married for 25 years. I'm, and, okay, and I'm assuming that when you talk about glory holes, that's like gay action, right? Like you're like you're maybe bi. Do you consider yourself bi? Or are you doing glory holes to get um, blown by I, women? I consider myself uh, orally bi. Um, I am not attracted to men in any way, shape, sense, or form. Don't you know? I don't look at a guy and think. Wow, my gosh, we're really attractive, or you know, nothing like that ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not gay. Um, something about a hard cock is just fucking mesmerizing to me. And but you don't think okay? For- <laughs> okay, I've had listen. You know, I've had a lot of guys on my podcast. Everyone has a different way of sort of like sort of framing things in their mind, right? And gay or. By means different things to different people and they're just labels so whatever you know you make up like you know who you are and you could explain that any way you want right and I have had a lot of guys on my show that are like getting fucked in the ass by trannies or getting blown and they're like I'm not by at all I'm not into guys but like if you like and I'm just gonna say this like because you're like I'm not into <laughs> guys at all but there's nothing like a hard cock there's nothing more hot than a hard cock like isn't a cock like a and, guy? And like, isn't that mean? That right? Doesn't that mean you're into a guy? I'm sure a bi woman, if you had to really break it down, she'd say, "Yeah, I'm not interested in women like emotionally, but I like tits and a pussy. Like, you know, like it's just the body part that guess, is attractive. That I would guess, be the difference between maybe gay and bi." A, yeah, I guess that's probably a more accurate way to put it. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't have feelings for guys i could never have a relationship with a guy other yeah. than like my friends mm-hmm. um i have never i have never performed orally on any of my friends none of my friends really know about it except for that one guy uh-huh. who like i said i don't even remember how the conversation got to that yeah we'll get uh, into that i'll that jog your memory that. i'll jog your memory somehow we'll, we'll figure that out because i'm curious about how <laughs> 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 but wait a second so you know yeah listen gay and bi are two very different things and and i might be wrong but the way i think like that what to me is the biggest difference is that like a gay person feels like not only do they want to be intimate sexually with somebody they're emotionally intimate with people and they have that's who they have like relationships with bi people like say it's a guy right he might he's bi because he probably most likely he has relationships and emotional sort of connections with women but he sexually is also attracted to men and and vice versa for women that's what i think there's a lot of bi women that could never have a relationship with a woman right they have relationships with men um, and fall in love with men, but they like to get it on with chicks every now and then, right? And that's the difference. So I would say you're bi. Would you consider yourself bi if you buy into my definition of it? Like, would you be able to say, okay, yeah, I'm totally bi, or do you still think you're not? Well, again, again, I no, I don't think that I'm totally bi. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I. I word it like I'm orally by because that's where my attraction lies. Um, 
Right. Okay. So you don't have any kind no, of anal no, sex. You guess, just have like oral sex with guys. Is that? Let's 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 yeah, just define that because it. you're saying. Yeah. That. Absolutely not. Okay. Right. I don't even do that with with women. I don't know. I don't know. You're not, not even into fucking a girl in the ass. No. Not wow. Really. You might no. be the first homophobic bisexual man that ever existed. <laughs> You kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, why, why wouldn't you? Why? Okay, I get why maybe you'd be not into fucking a guy in the ass, but why not a girl? Um, I mean, I have. and Oh, okay. You know, and you just were, it didn't feel good. My, it's not my, right. It's not my first choice. I mean, it's, okay. You know, That's fair enough. I thought you I'm, were very opposed to there. it. I mean, I, I, no, no, no. I, I know there are, I know people that are like, you know, like a couple guys, friends of mine, they're, they're like, you know, that's that's their conquer when they totally, get a, uh-huh. fuck a chick in the ass. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I'm like, cool, but, you know, hey, I'll, I'll take the other part. <laughs> no, but this is why I think that a lot of guys like anal sex, and I think it's just like a physiological thing, and this is what I've always thought, because, like, the way a vagina is, someone once described it, and I wish I was, like, on TV, because it's hard to explain over the air right because people are watching me but like they said the difference between fucking someone regularly and fucking someone in the ass is like you know the difference between say you like put your fingers just like two fingers around a dick and went up and down but when you're in the ass it's like the whole hand is grabbing your cock right and going up and down because like the inside of an ass is like a, a a tight tube you know so the whole thing is being squeezed and I think I've always thought that that's the reason why men love anal because it really is a lot of you know tension on your dick when you're going in and out whereas in the vagina like once you get inside it's like a big empty hole in there really the only tension you have is on the opening area right and then when your dick is inside there it's kind of like you know not much going on so <laughs> that's the only reason why I thought that guys preferred it. Though I'm sure there's more reasons. Some people feel like, yeah, they're conquering a girl. Some people might feel like they're degrading a girl. Some people may be secretly gay and they pretend that, you know, the girl's a guy, so they're fucking her in the ass. But, like, I think that a lot of times it feels just better for guys. So it didn't really feel that great for you. You prefer regular vaginal sex? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's uh, that, um, you know, wow. I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. What do you mean you don't know? Have you uh, had anal sex with a girl? Oh, absolutely, yes. Okay, and you've had regular sex with women. You've been married, right? So let me ask you this. Did you feel, you didn't really, you weren't so blown away by anal sex, right? Obviously. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I think, you know. Right. Right? It wasn't that great for you. No, it wasn't something that I was like, oh, wow, this is so much better. Right. No, no, not at all. Okay, so you know. You tell me, Kathy, you're fucking wrong. I didn't like anal sex. Like, you're wrong. You're not, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm not a guy. So, and I'm just making assumptions. And if you really <laughs> listen to my podcast, I always say, like, I give unprofessional advice. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm just like another person like you. You know what I mean? So, you don't, right. you know, don't let me yeah. confuse you oh, on your own life. Up. Right. I didn't, I didn't call up for therapy. I just called up the. Bullshit. So. Oh yeah, but I do uh, like to. I hate to say it though. This is the problem. I do like to analyze like therapists, <laughs> but I know I'm not going to give you advice. Well, like I'm just going to pick you apart, but I'm not going to give you advice. You're a woman, of course. 
You're a woman, of course you're going to do that. <laughs> you can't help it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I know some, well, I call them like girl guys. Like I have some guy friends that like to analyze too, but yeah, that's not a typical guy. Yeah, I just like to pick things apart. Absolutely. I definitely think that that's like the girliest part of me because a lot of other parts of me are just like a man. Um, but anyway, so, okay, so you're not, I'm just trying to, I really think that men who like to blow guys or just get fucked in the ass or anything sexual with a guy, I would consider that person bisexual. And I think that there's different degrees of bisexuality. So, like, maybe you're, like, not. That's that's what I think. Right, right? I think there's different levels and different degrees. Right, absolutely. Because you don't, different like you said, you're not even into anal at all with a guy doing it to you, not to, you just are strictly into oral. So that's, like, a small part of you is bi, but not, like, maybe not even 50%. Let's give you. 25%. Oh, and here's another twist of that, too. Yeah. I'm really only into doing it. I don't like a guy to do it to me. Wow, you're very similar to my last guy that I just had on who was... Uh he, but he was not even to blowing. He was waiting to meet someone. It was more hand jobs. He liked giving them as opposed to receiving them. And I have to say, after finding out all these other things about him, there was sort of a psychological reason why he was into that specific thing. So let's just keep talking though. Like how do you, so through when you were married for those 25 years, right? Since you were like, when did you figure out that you were like into guys orally? Hello. Um, yeah. I knew that prior to, to being married. Right. So you knew that most of your life? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Probably, and, I was probably 16, 17. And then how did you figure that out? Like, did you fool around with a guy? Was it like a porn thing that you found or like? Or... I grew I grew up in a college town. Okay. Um, which, which was awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, for lots of reasons. Um, and, uh, you know, the one drunken night, I'm, I'm fucked up and I'm walking home from a party and uh, I'm walking by this... Uh, uh, this park, this area that I know, I have heard stories, things that, you know, hey, guys blow guys and stuff down there. Right, right, right. right. That was the word on the street. So, yeah, I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Right. That was the word on the street. So I rumble, bumble, stumbled down there and um, actually got a blowjob from a guy. Okay. And, uh, um, yeah, and uh, because, you know, I was drunk, rage on, and I couldn't get rid of, I'm walking home, I'm, you know, so I thought, oh, what the hell? So I walked in, and, and anyway, it happened, and I was like, well, holy crap, that's, imagine that. <laughs> and so and you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> well, except, mm-hmm. I, you know, of course I did, but I didn't because... It was a dude doing it, and I didn't like it. But I also knew that I was interested in trying it. And I now knew where I could go to try it. Right. So after that and guy did it to you, that you was, that's when it like clicked in you that you wanted a dick in your mouth. Like that was something that was going to turn you on. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so my next drunken weekend <laughs> one or two later or uh-huh. something I don't know exactly right it was like okay I'm gonna go over there and try this mm-hmm. and uh, I went over there and I 
Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number... The website and the email address will all be in the description. Didn't even it didn't really even take much courage or nothing for me because I was just walking through the trees and whatnot, and I <laughs> walked around a tree and lo and behold, there one was, and. Um, so, so word on the street was right. Like this was a pickup place for guys to go and like get it on with absolutely. other guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I imagine it still is to this day, actually. I don't know. I, yeah. There's a lot of the, like a lot of rest stops are like that. This right at this college town, it probably still is the same thing going on. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'll you bump into a guy there and then you blow him. Uh-huh. And then did you, did he blow you back? Like, did you get a blow? Because I'm assuming while you're blowing him, you're getting yeah. really hard. Like, how did you re- like? How did you get off? Um, I just jerked off. Okay. And well, I'm assuming well, since well, you I'm like it, it still, like you must have loved doing. Like that's when you realize that that's actually what you really enjoyed. Um. Yeah. It was like I, you know, it. My cock got super freaking hard and I was like hmm yeah yeah I knew that it was like wow here's another thing that's kind of funny I don't know if I can even say this but you're taping it so you can take it out of yeah. you or whatever <clears throat> I, I had <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard this but uh, I had listened to an old Richard Pryor album uh-huh. uh, comedy album for you kids out there that don't know what an album is, anyway, mm-hmm. um, I was listening to this uh, uh, Richard Pryor album, and he started discussing on there this sucking cock, okay? Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, you guys better be careful doing that. It's really addictive, you know. You may get away with sucking one, but you can get away with sucking two, but you suck three or four, and that's it. You're going to be hooked. <laughs> so don't do it. And I remembered that. For some reason, and I don't know. I'd say it's pretty accurate. <laughs> so my guess is R- Richard Pryor was probably experienced in the field because <laughs> he was obviously really fucked up on stage. That just talking, and I think he kind of opened up a little bit right there. But anyway, because he was absolutely right. Right, was like one hundred percent. Once you did it, like you were addicted. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm assuming you kept this though and, as like a secret, like a secret. This was became like your secret lifestyle, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Somewhere along the line, 100%. this friend of yours uh, finds nobody out. Nobody knew nothing. 
Right. And so you're right. with women and you know, you're, there's no conflict. Let me ask you this. Was there any kind of confliction? Like, oh my God, what does this mean? Like, what the fuck am I gay? Or did you always just like, did you totally get it? Like, I just like to suck cock, but I really like women. And was it pretty clear to you? Or was there a time period for a little bit that you were confused? No, I've never been confused. I, I've always known that. Yeah, that's because and I know it's weird. I, I don't think I it's weird. It's no, I, I, I don't think it's weird. I think it's. Then, I think you then, were clear because you knew because it was because you weren't like on the cusp. Like you were, like you're not that bi. You know what I mean? And you weren't gay at all. Like so, why, why would you be confused? Exactly. Did it, and I realized how much I enjoyed it. And to this very day, I just there. I'm, I'm hooked. Okay, it's fascinating. It's just to me. The satisfaction of bringing another guy off is is just it's awesome, but it's it's not the fact of bringing that guy off. I don't give a damn about that guy, whether you know. I mean, certainly I want somebody that I'm doing that with to enjoy it, you know, mm-hmm. obviously. But uh, but I don't really care. I mean, you know, it's not about to me. It's not about that. I mean, he's getting his enjoyment because that's what he's looking for is to cop a nut and that's that. But you're, it's to, something you really know, that you're getting it. something out of it, right? It's not really for him. It's for you. Absolutely. And then because you're not that into yeah, them the, sort of, the enjoyment is for me. Right. But you're not into so much them giving it back to you. Like you said, right. It's more about you just sort of doing it with that. Like, cause you said you're not even that into them blowing you. Right. Yes. I'm not because honestly, the, because the real reason is, is because I've, you know, I've, I've allowed other guys to do it occasionally here and there, and they all fucking suck at it. They're terrible. Really, women? You find most, women most to be better at blowjobs than men? I do, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. It might just for be where part. you live. I don't know. When, when, when they, when they enjoy it. My ex-wife was. She had a passion for it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, she was very, 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 very good. Right, and, uh, you know, and that's a whole that's a whole other conversation we could have at another show or something. Oh no, but I'm going to touch on that because I wanted to know when you're with your wife, right? Are you seeing guys uh, on the side? I'm assuming, right? You didn't put that on the shelf for 25 well, years. Okay, here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the deal. We we uh, had an open relationship. We uh, went to swingers clubs. We. Um, uh, shared. We did a lot of things. Um, we actually um, sucked cock together on oh. a few occasions. Oh, that's great that you were yes. able to bring. So then, other people know about it. Your wife knew about your like. She was the one person that knew the, about your thing with guys. Oh, she knew about everything. That's great. She's the only mm-hmm. human on the planet that knew everything that I discussed. Absolutely everything with. Right. And for a long time, it was really, really awesome. It was really, really good. Well, she went crazy. And uh, What do you mean uh, went crazy? Like, oh, she no. Found did she okay, go through, she like, what did it happen when she was going through, like, menopause and stuff? Um, well, she actually, because of, again, long story, uh, uh, endometriosis and many, many bouts with this crap. And she actually did have a hysterectomy early. And, um, that made her go uh, crazy, right? So, well, it, 
you know, certainly, I don't know, played part of it. But, uh, so, she, you know, she was very fully aware of my tendencies. She was very fully aware of uh, my past. Um, as I said, we actually uh, sucked cock together on a few occasions. Um, no big deal. She gets crazy. She finds God. She's whatever, you know. And I don't want to do it anymore. Okay, that's fine. Well, I don't want you to do it anymore either. Yeah, that's okay. the problem. I love you and I won't. Right. Okay. You know, I love you and I won't. Uh-huh. And uh so you know, we went for another I don't know, seven years or so there. Uh-huh. Where, uh I did not and nothing happened or whatever. And I started kinda of talking to guys do Craigslist and stuff, as you saw. Mm-hmm. And uh um I actually did go meet a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had been married for like 20 years at the time. She was doing her thing. I was doing my thing. I worked evenings. She worked days. Fuck, I was up when she was in bed. She was, you know, never saw each other or nothing. So anyway, uh, so I, you know, met a couple guys and, uh, well, she found out about it and, uh, she flipped out and left me. And, that was just recently, because, I mean, you said you just got divorced six months ago or well, separated. Well, that was, that, was, that was a couple years ago. Oh, okay. That was a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and the divorce was, was just finalized? About, uh, four months. Uh-huh. And then she came back. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I thought things were going really, really well. Uh-huh. And she left uh-huh. for work one day, September 19th to be exact, and that was that. September 19th of last year, this year that just passed. And did you find yes. out, like, yeah. I mean, did you say, where the fuck are you? Like, what's going on? And did she give you an explanation or just, she just like went MIA? Well, she, wouldn't, she, wouldn't answer, she wouldn't answer my phone. She wouldn't, I didn't talk to her for two weeks. Uh-huh. And then she called me. Mm-hmm. It was like, I filed for divorce. And da-da-da-da. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. What triggered and, her like uh, that? What triggered her at that point? Did she find more stuff or do you know? I I, I had I was I had looked at some porn. There was some porn remnants on my computer. Uh-huh. And uh once again and she just totally went off the deep Jesus end <laughs> and uh but this time it was over. She within two weeks filed for divorce, boom, boom, boom. Um, December 8th it finalized and uh, that's too bad that's too bad bad. it's fucked up actually yeah you know when you said you were got divorced yeah hey so if I if I just gotta you know spend you know my time alone by myself uh, then I suppose I ought to make myself feel better I ought to do stuff that makes me happy right Mm -hmm. so Voila. Glory oh, hole in your... Right. So... Here we go. So now I'm on a roll. Right. Well, that's what every guy does when he goes through a bad break. If he just goes and fucks the world. You know what I mean? Because what else are you supposed to do? But what, the whole glory hole thing with what this guy... What else are you supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's, what? How, that's how people act. You know, that's what, that's what guys do, I always think. Like, you know, it's just like, uh, that's how... Well, I kids, know that she's out getting... 
I know how much she likes to fuck, and I know she's out fucking. I guarantee you that. Does she still like to fuck after her hysterectomy? Like, was she still into sex, like, throughout your whole marriage, even though she was into God? Like, that didn't kill that with you? It just, you weren't allowed to swing or anything like that. She wasn't doing the other stuff. Exactly. So when you guys were into, like, swing clubs and stuff, like, was she doing women, men, all that kind of stuff, and then she gave all that up? Yes. Right, and then... So, and, you yeah. know... Right. And so, what you were know, you going to say? I, you know, I, I, she enjoyed every damn last minute of it, too. She had a good time. She enjoyed it. So... And do you know what got her into, like, God or Jesus? Like, did she meet someone and they brought her to some place? Or, like, what... Yeah. That's what happened? Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she's, and she's with a cult. A cult church. It's... My fuck, my life is crazy. But, yeah. Yeah, she met some lady, and they became really good friends, and then it turned into this all bullshit. Yeah, no, listen, they can. (laughs) Those kind of places, lots of different places, it can be, like, cult-like and get, you know, really sort of brainwash people and change them. Like, some people, like, I think it's, like, you know, if someone's, like, a serious heroin addict or, like, really bad off, it's, like, you know, what's the harm if, like, they go into, like, another kind of, like, Addiction, and, and, you know, th- there really is no, there really is no difference there either. You know, I, I am never, I, I will not knock anybody for, you know, you want to go to church, you want to read your mm-hmm. Bible, you want to do that. That's fine. That's awesome. I don't care if that's what gets you through the night, sweetheart. If that's what you like, if that's what helps you, if that's what calms your soul, then you do it. All right. For me, uh, you know, it's bong hits and second cup. <laughs> was it bong hits for her too? Absolutely. Did she give that up too? <laughs> she gave that up too. She did. I gave that up for for her two years. You did for her. for her, right? When she got into Jesus, so like your relationship lasted for a little while, and you were monogamous with her. Like you didn't have any guy action. Oh well, then you eventually did after a while, right? And then she found well, out, and that then she, was yeah. you know again. That was two years ago, and then she came back, and, you know, things were going good, and I did nothing, and I would wasn't going to, mm-hmm. um, you know, except I looked at some porn, and the porn that I looked at yeah. happened to be Gay. Yeah, right. transsexual mm-hmm. masturbation, mm-hmm. And, trannies. Right, and so her... Species, her- chicks with dick. Yeah, I get Again, it. Again, my thing. I like chicks. I like women. But I you, like But women. you also like dicks, so chicks I, with dicks like is perfect for too. you. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Right. <laughs> and uh, some of them, you, they look like chicks. And it's like, that is incredible. And right. that's what I was looking at. Right. And she saw that and didn't say a fucking word. Just left. I, literally. I love you. See you tonight. Yeah, I love you too. Bye. Right. Maybe she just, like, could, like... Hey, where the fuck are you? Why where, Why ain't she answering her phone? What the fuck's going on? I went berserk for... Uh, yeah, this, this story ain't about that, so fuck that. Whatever. No, it's... I mean, listen, things... On my show, I never know what's going to happen when I'm talking to somebody. I never have rules of where it needs to go. You're awesome to talk to, too, Kathy. That's cool. I'm glad you like that. I'm glad you like talking to me. But, like, it's, don't worry about... Like, I mean, this is a part of your story, and it's a part of the glory hole story, like you said. So I'm like, fuck her. I'm going to do whatever I want. And this is why you're, like, you know, sort of looking for architectures. <laughs> 
<laughs> to help you create a glory hole in your friend's house so you could just, you know, suck dick all the time because you're uh, upset. And right, because, because you were thing, too, you know, to go... Yeah. You go to a, a adult bookstore where they have them, and, mm-hmm. and we have one, you know, here, up here, and I, you know, do visit it occasionally, mm-hmm. uh, but it costs, and that, that crap is expensive, and it's like, you know, I could... How much does it cost? With the investment. It uh, is a minimum of uh, $6 on a card, which gives you uh, basically about 23 minutes, and... That's kind of not a lot of time, right? So, you, so, so I it, usually put like a, mm-hmm. I usually put like ten or you know fifteen on it or something, and then. And when you go into the glory holes of the, oh, yeah. that bookstore, do you typically blowing the guys because that's your thing, right? I mean, but do you every now and then just put your dick in too to get blown? Well, yes, I, uh, sometimes um, I do get really, really excited from it. And mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, yeah, what the hell? So I'll stick it through. And if uh, the guy on the other side is any good whatsoever, okay, I'll let him continue. Uh, but uh, if he's not, yeah, so. Uh, but now that you don't have your wife, yeah, right? Like, what are you going to do to get yourself off? If you're like, you know what I mean? Okay. Um, wow. Um, let's, let's, let's get freaky, Kathy. Sure. Let's get really freaky. All right. <laughs> uh, I was uh, going to this church up here with my wife. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to be a good boy, you know, and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then when she left and everything, and I decided, well, you know, I think I was right before. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to do this church stuff anymore. And they. Uh, guy that I used to go ride bicycles with and he had a camera club and stuff at the church and I would go to that stuff while I was going there. And anyway, so he called me, yeah, so what are you doing? Da-da-da. What's up? How you doing? Don't see you. Da-da-da. <clears throat> yeah, you know, I'm all right. You know, then he came over. This was literally uh, two nights ago. This was Monday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he comes over and uh, <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> Long story short, he starts, you know, kind of talking about having a menage with his wife. And I'm like, what? The guy from her church? Isn't it yeah, so funny well, how yeah, from the, like the attracts we like? Were, yeah. We were both. Her church, we right? The one that she she brought you into, right? No. No? Oh, okay. No. Yeah, no. That's that's a, a different church in a different town. And, um, uh. The only reason I was going to church, too, was because, you know, because she wanted to. And mm-hmm. so I did. Okay, cool. And, so uh, this guy's... Anyway, pre- so, yeah. get, right. He's a, this is a couple from the church from here in Kansas City that we were going to. And so, uh, yeah, that really kind of blew me away. How did he bring it up? So, like, were you guys I, drinking or like, were you just... You, yeah, you, we were just bullshitting and stuff. And he was, he was like, so, uh, he goes, you want to see something? And I go... Uh, yeah, sure, what? Yeah. Wait, what did he say? He said, if, if, do you want to see something? Oh, okay, do you want to see something, right? So he, he shows me this gift or this yeah. picture on his phone, mm-hmm. and it's a drawing of a chick on her, 
hands and knees, uh, the guy behind her and the guy in front of her, you know, getting to her on both ends. Mm -hmm. And it says, uh, uh, friends that care are friends that share. Mm. And I was like, whoa! I was like, wow, man, you know, Uh that's a pretty good friend there. (laughs) Right. And uh, he goes, so it just, we started talking and stuff, and he goes, oh, you want to see a a picture of my wife's pussy? Oh, my God. (laughs) So, you know, I was like, oh, no, I mustn't. Uh, Right. And so, yeah. Um, Did you I, have you I, ever met his and wife? He hung around for a little. Oh yes, I've I've met his wife. I, okay. Yeah. And she's hot. She's cute. Uh, and she's cute. She's okay. not like mega hot. She's very average, very normal. Somebody you'd run into at the supermarket. Mm-hmm. But yeah, very friendly, very nice. And uh, when I was going through a difficult time with my breakup with my wife the first time she left when I actually did cheat on her, right? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, they invited me to, uh, like, uh, a picnic with their family and shit. Um, there was uh, this concert uh, in this park somewhere, and they invited me to go with it with them. And they were just very friendly, very nice people. And uh, I was out on a bicycle ride with this guy one time. Mm-hmm. And we stopped, and we were... Uh, um, drinking our water and just relaxing and stuff. And he goes, hey, you know, I wanted to you know, run something by. I was going to ask you, you know, and I go, yeah, what's that? He goes, oh, well, you know, it's just kind of, you know, stupid stuff that like married people do sometimes stuff, but um, hold on. And his phone rang and he said, hold on. And he answered his phone and he came back and I was going, so what, what was you going to ask me? He was like, no, 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 never mind. It's all right, man. No big deal. And I'm like, you sure? And he goes, yeah, no big deal. So, well, this is the same guy. Right. That's so probably what I'm he was going to bring up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. He came really close to asking me back then. Yeah, yeah so. probably. And he, I'm assuming he knew that you were recently divorced. So maybe that's why he figured now is the right, right time. You're maybe more vulnerable and open to I it. I guess so. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So did you say right on, let's do it? And have you had the threesome yet? Or are you waiting to? Like, what's the status of that hookup? <laughs> Yeah, I, the status is I'm still just waiting. Actually, they uh, they want me to uh, uh, send them a picture of my Johnston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So uh, I'm going to, uh, you know, later on take my shower, shave up all real nice, and, uh, you know, put my cock ring on and look at me at some porn and get the buddy in gear and snap me some photos. Right, and then send it on to them. Do they have something specific? Like, are they totally looking for someone that's really well hung or something? Like, do you have any idea of what they're looking for? I mean, because some some couples are specifically looking for, like, very well hung guys or not. Like, I mean, what's your deal? Are you average, well hung, small? I mean, what's, I mean, I don't know who you are. Because with my, me, oh, yeah, I'm I'm very average. Okay. but so, I, so I'm, I'm sure they want to get a look at it. So that's mm-hmm. that's cool. And you have a cock ring though, too. To, oh yeah, you'll bring I, that I do with you. I the best you. I can to get it. You know, yeah, really to hard get it, uh, to the. Yeah. I had a guy on once. There was an I'm episode of he made his dick like bigger, actually bigger and thicker through like using these like penis extenders and stuff. Like it's the real deal. Like you could actually make your dick bigger. It's kind of interesting. 
But anyway, so you're going to send them the picture and you feel like maybe you could hook up with them. I mean, because like you say, like you're not into really getting blown by guys. You really prefer women sexually, right? As far as when you're on the receiving end of sex. So that's why I asked, like, how are you going to get off now that you don't have your wife? Do you have any females in your life that you're currently with or no? I'm assuming no, except maybe this no, on the table. No, I do not. Right. And now that yeah. guy, that the Parkinson friend of yours, the guy who has Parkinson's, he must have known that you were like with your wife, what you were doing with guys and stuff like you. How could you not remember how he found out that you were like, you know, into blowing guys and how or how did you find out that he was into it? Is he straight up gay or is he bi? Does he have a wife? Like, uh, what's his deal? Uh, this, 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 this is my friend that I, that we're intending to build this yeah. house that yeah. we're talking about now. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I think I think that he is gay mm-hmm. um, because he's never had a relationship with really anybody. Um, I've never seen him with a with a girl ever. Mm-hmm. Um, even even before he was stricken with his uh, physical. Mm-hmm. Limitation. So I'm sure that I knew, you know, that he was he, he was gay. You know. But how did you Never know for a really fact that him. he was into guys? Like, do you remember him telling you? Um. No. Uh. But. Uh, okay. So I was over there uh, drinking, and we were playing video games and shit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know. This remark, that remark, whatever, da 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 da, and then I think we watched some porn together, and he whipped his out, I whipped mine out, we jerked off together. That was about it, and I left, and uh, I felt really awkward and weird about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. And, but but then, so I, I that's how it sparked that we. Right, that you guys knew that you were open to stuff like that, right? And then, so you felt really weird about it at first, but then I guess you stayed friends with him. And then when was the next? Did you guys do that again with each other? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we'd done it off and on for, you know, years, other except for, you know, the time when, uh, you know, because we're talking back when, again, this right out of high school and stuff, right after my first marriage, actually. Oh, okay, so you're my married... My first tw- marriage only lasted a year. Okay. Yeah, my first marriage only lasted a year and a half. She was a real bitch. Right. So when you were really young, I mean, how old were you? And I, and I, and I was a young, naive, stupid... Yeah, but how old was she? Full of myself, young fucking punk. Yeah, how old uh, was she? She was my age, yeah. Yeah, how old was that, like 20? Um, I, I was 20, right. She was uh, 19. Every hot girl at 19 is a bitch, probably. You know what I mean? Like, she's just young. She was just young, you know? <laughs> like, she's probably not a bitch yeah, well, now. Exactly. And me, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just said right. you were and cocky. And, uh-huh. and, and, and the fucking was awesome. The fucking was awesome. It was just, that's, you know. Right. So that was, wow. so after your first, so you and this guy did that whole jerking off session with each other when you guys were pretty young. That happened. And then you guys continued to do it all throughout your marriage. Did your wife know about that with him? Was she ever take part in that? Okay, see, okay, but yeah, I didn't do it all through. Um, uh, you didn't do it all through the marriage because no, I didn't. Because, okay, because um, 
you know. Uh, I honestly love my wife very much. Mm -hmm. And I'm not gay. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't, I didn't want that. I, you know, wanted her. Right. But you said that you guys like blew guys together. So she knew that you were open to blowing guys. You said you guys suck dick together. So she knew about that. Did yes. she not know that you had done it I'm, with this friend that you guys jerked off together? That's what I'm asking you about that. Cause she knew about everything. Oh, else. She didn't know it. She did not know about that until after we broke up the first time. And then we got back together and then we had to sit down and I found out that she had had three separate affairs on me with uh, men or women earlier. with men and um, behind your back you know, that you had no idea about be, behind my back that I had no idea about. And, you know, how'd you so, get past that? How'd you get past uh, that and get back with her and trust her? Well, dude, that was, that was, that was, that was hard. I could but, imagine. Um, honestly, honestly, um, marriage was my identity. My wife was, i in love with her. I love her. Right. You've been with her almost all of your life, right? At that point, it's just like to the thought of leaving was probably harder than staying and not trusting her. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So were you able to get past it, though? Yeah. And is that when yeah, the relationship became open? Because your your relationship was open, you said. So how could she have affairs behind your back? Even though you guys were doing this open stuff, she was still had those affairs? Or was this like before you guys started doing all the swingers clubs and everything? Like, when did those affairs happen? Um, okay. Um, yeah, they happened while we were doing it, actually, with with a couple of the guys that we were doing it with. So she so was secretly like, seeing know, them on the both. side. But if you had an open relationship, because yes. you, that's what you said, you had an open relationship. Was the fa was it just that, like, why right. wouldn't she tell you? Well, we had an open relationship with, with the agreement that, you know, what we did, we did together and stuff. Okay. Right? You know, right. we wouldn't do anything separately, you know, on our own, behind each other's back. We would always, you know... And, you know, and she never told me about any of them until, you know, and we're talking, you know, two years ago. Until and she found so, Jesus. Know, maybe Jesus, please. maybe Jesus told her to tell you. Well, well, yeah, well, that was exactly it. That yeah. was exactly it. I, I mean, I, how, I, I, how could please, Jesus, I, I, what, I, I, how could Jesus think that that's the that's smart idea? Years. That's like the dumbest thing to tell someone. <laughs> Why did she need to so, tell you that? But, uh, uh, yeah, well, yeah, because yeah, she... Like, you have it, let me ask you this. Wouldn't you have rather not known? Twist the dagger. Yeah, wouldn't you rather oh, have not known? I would have really rather not known. I would have really rather not known. I would have really rather that she would not have come back. I wish she would have just left and been gone that time, and that would have been that. Yeah, I think I think uh, divulging shit like that, a per well, I don't know. I think there's something selfish in it, and maybe like her church told her like to do that. I mean, I could see that maybe she needed to forgive herself for that, and she had felt really bad about it. I get that, right? And I think it's really good maybe that she came to that place, but she could have gotten past that and forgave herself with at, without you knowing. You know what I mean? Like that's where I so I just find 
that sort of advice to tell people to tell people stuff like that, like such bullshit, because like I said, maybe it was something that she felt bad about, but she didn't need you to know for her to get over it. You know what I mean? That was her own problem and her own issue. Like you did not need to know, you know what I mean? How did that change things for her? How did like, so I think that there's something selfish and stuff like that. I think it's bullshit or it's just wrong advice was given to her. And Jesus, like Jesus told her to do it. Like somebody at her church probably told her to do it. And it's just so wrong, you know? Oh yeah. Um, but like oh, I yeah. said, she probably and, felt bad and, and they're and like, I'm Oh, sure go tell that, him. Yeah, and I'm sure that, that 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 same those same people at that church are are the ones behind, well, you know, you found transsexual porn on his computer. Well, that's it. You have to leave him. That's you know. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad because you guys. Yeah, it's sad because he, you guys were very honest with each other, and you had changed for her. Like you were monogamous. You were just looking at porn. What else were you supposed to do? Like that was like, like she just didn't want you to even have the feelings, and that's like not being realistic. You know what I mean? Because the reality is, exactly. the reality is, you have exactly. this attraction, and whether religious people want to believe it or not, the truth is, you can't like. You can't train yourself not to be into it. Like there's nothing wrong with it. And that's just what it is. You know what I mean? Um, so she right. just, what I guess like what her church was telling her was that like it was just bad to even, you know, have those thoughts. Like you were not allowed to be you for who you were. So like right. honestly, as and long as she's... Those with, thoughts, yeah, I was, I was cheating on her by having those thoughts. Yeah, maybe some people believe that, but that's videos. like so. That's like stupid. The only that was what you were doing. Get, let me ask you this though, and backtrack because we could get into the whole. I don't want to like diss her church, whatever. But like, when you when she okay, she had these like three affairs, quote unquote, behind your back. You know, she, even though you were having an open relationship, did you do anything behind her back in that time? No, not at all. No. Maybe that's the reason. You know, it's always interesting to me. Like the people that find Jesus, or like maybe that's well, why uh, are not, the more fucked up ones. Okay, okay. Let me. Uh oh. Yeah, uh, you know, I might have been over there and, and jerked off with uh, my friend a couple of times. Okay, well, um, that right. But, but okay. That's it. I, okay, I so you did. I, All right. I never had a sexual affair with a woman. Right. Okay, but let me just say this because you I know, did ask you whether you saw that guy while you were with your wife. And you said no, but the truth is that you did a couple times, maybe jerk off with him. Okay, but, but this, this, but this was this was much later, though. What does that mean? Does that mean after this, she told was, you not to be with this, guys? Is was this after she um, found Jesus? This was yes, after she found Jesus. Right. Yes. So she found the porn, but the truth was, is, you had you were not able to really give her what she really wanted, which was you to not be with men at all. The truth is that you weren't able to do that. You're not going to do that. So, right? You weren't really monogamous because right. you were with that so. guy, right? So for her leaving I, you, I, I like guess. I think it sucks and it's terrible, but at, because of the person who she became and she changed, like you guys were no longer compatible. You just weren't. Right. Right? I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah, and that's really unfortunate yeah, because for a very long time, you guys really were. And with very like, you know, you guys did some pretty hardcore things in your marriage and you guys were very cool with that, right? And really open to that and were able Absolutely. to really be exactly who you 
were with the people that you, the person that you really cared about. And I think that that's a great thing to have, right? Because a lot of people don't have that. You know, that's why a lot of people live secret right. lives and stuff. You well, were you, able. You know, the corny saying. Yeah. You know, the corny saying, you know, better to have a little bit lost. And, well, it's true. You know, at least I got to, you know. So yeah, you had a long time awesome. with a woman, and, right? And I don't, and I don't not understand why she left. Mm-hmm. What I don't understand is how she left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was harsh. Just, but maybe it was just the <clears throat> only way she could really do it because if she would have told you, you would have said something that would have made her stay. Like, you just don't know what was going on in her mind or her, you know, the people that were helping her sort of with this master plan because I'm sure she talked to people about what she was doing, you know. And yeah, I think oh, that that's yeah. bullshit. I think it's total bullshit for anyone, whether it's a man or a woman, especially after you have such a history with someone to just fucking disappear. It's very selfish. It's, you know, um, you can leave somebody. You have every right to like get divorced, you know, all that stuff. She had every right to decide that she doesn't want to be with you anymore. But when you make, it's like, you know, when you just leave and don't even have, give the person, you know, any uh, heads up and don't let them know what's going on and you just fucking disappear like that. That's, that's not cool. And especially not, right to do to somebody that you have such a history with. So yes, I I could understand why you have such a problem with the way it was done. And you know, the fact that she went back and like, you know, felt so guilty about having affairs behind your back, eventually at some point, if she really is into a church that is, you know, a do the right thing church, they should tell her that she should feel bad about that. And she should apologize to you about that one day. You know what I mean? Because that wasn't cool either. You know, that's as that was as, uh, you know, deceptive as her affairs because she was not even letting you know that she found her porn. Like, you know, like you said, she's like, bye, honey. See you later. Like, everything's great. And just went out. That's like, that's bullshit. So, uh, that is you, bullshit. yeah, you she should eventually come clean about that and feel sorry. That's what she should apologize to you for. She should have never told you about those damn affairs. It's like, what's the point? But it is kind of bullshit that she did have them, right? Because as well. I mean, she just might not be that honest. <laughs> well, right. Obviously. And, yeah. you know, finding that out, you know, now. Because literally, mm-hmm. the last few months, she literally lied to me about everybody she was seeing, everywhere she was going, everything she was doing. Yeah, and she and uh, think about it, all the time she was looking you in the face, like she and she was blatantly lying. So you know, and then she had those three affairs with those people. Like, did you have any clue about that? And no, none, not mm-hmm. at all. And then and then to dig through my computer to find incriminating evidence that she could then use as an excuse to leave. Right. What the fuck did you even come back for? You know, that's my question. Yeah, who knows? So. I'd love to have her on my podcast. But um, you know, yeah, listen, you like No, you wouldn't. <laughs> She would never come on my podcast. Um, but, you know, you no, don't know what's going to happen to her five years from now. The ten real her now. would. Right. The real her would and right. have a fabulous conversation with you. Right. Because you uh, know that you know, this was a woman uh, that was blowing guys with you at some point, right? And now she's completely, like, denied that, that part of herself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because that's, that's the real her. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right, right. And she was cool with that with you. Like, I mean, you guys were doing that in your relationship. Like, like she was a willing participant, right? Like, she, it wasn't like she was doing it for you. Like, you guys did that together, right? That's what I'm assuming. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, so, like I said, I think it's kind of sad. 
Um, who knows what was going on with her to go su- to such an extreme, you know? I mean, most of the time when someone finds Jesus, to me, it's no different than someone finding heroin or alcohol. It's like an escape and it's like a drug um, when it's that extreme, you know? So I wonder what was going on with her that, and I'm thinking maybe it was hormonal because you said she did have a hysterectomy and all that stuff could really do a mind fuck on a woman. So maybe that's what it is. I don't know. And shit came up from her past and she just like, you know had a real bottom and then you know instead of like uh, becoming a blazing alcoholic she became like you know a jesus holic like i always make jokes a roaring jesus holic yeah, yeah I, I, exactly yeah that's- i think i think that that's an addiction on some level because you know what they tell you is like oh you know that just this takes away all your problems and this is like helps everything and it you know it becomes a very black and white world for those kind of people too no different than an, any other kind of uh, like you know addict so i think when it's that extreme it's a exactly. little bit much and i think it's okay like i was trying to say before like if somebody is like deeply into heroin or so someone's like on the street prostituting themselves and they find jesus and that's the thing that keeps them off i think it's a good thing you know what i mean sometimes extremes are good for people that were like an extreme like that that's you know has the least amount of consequences are good for some people that are doing other extremes that have hardcore consequences, right? But, you know, your wife wasn't that person. She was in a marriage with a man who really loved her. To go to such an extreme, you know, is kind of harsh and seems like, uh, not sure if it's like, you know, the right thing for her, but we don't know, or maybe you know, I don't know, like what she was going through in her life that made her sort of look for something like that because that's a lifeline, you know, that's for people that find that I think typically are people that are kind of lost or are at a bottom or, you know, that really need help. Absolutely. You know, well, absolutely. That's, that's, you know, you, nobody, nobody chooses it um, until they, you know, have no other choice. Mm-hmm. And do you think it was hormonal that, because of all the, like, like the medical it's, reasons? It's, it's like, yeah. It's like falling off a cliff or drowning. You know, somebody throws you something. By God, you're going to grasp a hold of that. And, you know. Yeah, because it's the only thing. Uh, something so was really going on bad with her. religion is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, but, it can be in moderation. It, it can be chronic. an okay thing for some people. But when it's such an extreme like this and she's buying into the, a woman who was, was sort of open. What? Oh, chronic back pain? She, she had chronic back pain. Uh, I guess she had a really bad um, addiction to prescription drugs Mm -hmm. and she hit it. Mm -hmm. I I had no idea. Yeah, see, she was just like, Uh, like, we're talking about the deception. I mean, it just keeps getting more and more about the things that she was not being honest about. So she was basically living like double lives as well. That's her problem. That's probably why she needed it too. She was an addict already. So she was. So she did... She was sort of hooked on something bad. And this is just another thing to be hooked yeah. on. But it's not her prescription pills. Yeah. And, you know, is she still doing those pills or did she get off of that too? At least. I, I, I don't talk to her. I don't want to talk to her. I don't want to right. see her. I mm-hmm. don't deal with her. I don't, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have kids? So, uh, we have a son. He's 24. And uh, I have sat down and talk to him about the whole thing see because she left and um you know she had to she had to make sure that she told everybody okay that i was a homosexual oh god and that's why she was leaving oh that's so that's terrible i think that's really wrong yeah that's bad and she told your son that 
Yeah. And so what is what was that conversation like with your son? What did he say to you? Like, what did you say to him? Uh, I just explained shit the best I could. Yeah, that's that's so heavy and that's so fucked up. This is where you just really see that these like really extreme religions and I don't think regular religion is like this and plenty of people could be religious and they're lovely people. But when you get these real extremes and people get into it, like I said, you realize it's not healthy because like that is not the right thing to do to go around and trash you and tell people what you and her did privately to be able to go. Hey. Hey, everybody, the name of this church is da-da-da-da-da-da. Don't ever go to it. No, that's not the, but that doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter. We all know these things exist. in a tiny little town, and they are crazy. Yeah, but we know there's plenty of people that know places like that. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, it's terrible that you, that she told your son and that you, and everybody in the family. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, she everybody. She oh, everybody. It's terrible, terrible. So. I'm sorry, but this is so much more interesting yeah. than the glory hole to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Crazy. I mean, this is like Crazy. a very hardcore. This is like a heavy story. I mean, it's it's really fucked up. I feel bad for you. Um, I I get why you just want to build a glory hole and get your dick sucked all day long or suck dick <laughs> because the th- like everything that you've been through, it's very hardcore. And and I think one of the most heaviest things that you've told me is what you just told me which is the fact that she went and spilled this to everybody in your life when you just spent the last hour explaining to me that this was like something that you did and nobody knew about you know it was your own thing and you did share it with your wife and you guys enjoyed it together as a couple openly and honestly and then for this to be thrown out to people without you wanting it to I think is really unfair and yep. you know you and I think just because somebody likes a little dick on the side, <laughs> does it that does it? There's nothing wrong with that, and there wasn't no reason for anyone to know. Especially your son is terrible, like terrible. And in the name of Jesus, that's so terrible. Like I said, I do not like say that all religion is bad. Like it's just when things are ext- extreme, anything is not good. That's why I don't see any difference between heroin right. addicts and people that are that into God that they do things that are just so fucked up and wrong that they don't get it. You know what I mean? And they just can't even see that it's wrong. I think it's fucking wrong. I think it's so, I think you are very wrong, like wronged in your life. That's not a word, but I don't really fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> is it where is wrong to word i don't know you know what i mean like you got <laughs> fucking shafted so you do need a glory hole somebody should give you a somebody should give you like a free glory hole <laughs> you know charity to you so you could just go and get a lot well, of blowjobs that's what my friend is for that's what he's helping you that's what my friend at his at his house is for yes so he's building the glory hole I mean, listen, Uh, let me just tell you this. I've had guys on my show, okay, that have talked about glory hole things that they go to set up in hotels, right? And I'm sure you've gone to these and I've asked them like, what is, how do they do it in a hotel? Because they're not putting a a hole through the wall. They said, no, they just build a thing where it's a cardboard and they put a hole and like, I mean, I don't think that you have to get that hardcore with it or are you guys just into doing it in a very like hardcore way? Like, because can't you just make a makeshift thing? Can't you just get like a cardboard box and put a hole in it? Yeah, I could. Mm-hmm. I could, but that's, you know, kind of cheesy. And 
I want uh, uh, I want them to be uh, comfortable. I want them to come in and go, hey. You want it to be know? the real deal. Not only. How much do you guys want to invest in this? How much do you guys plan on spending? Um, well, again, I'm still in the phase of just uh, like speaking to people, figuring yeah. out what the materials need to be. Uh-huh. Because you know, it needs to be fairly sturdy. Uh-huh. Um, uh, guys, guys tend to lead into the wall, shove it all through as hard as they can. And, you got to get um, someone to just build two walls. You got to just build two walls against two other walls in his house okay, and but, build a little room. Right. But the, the problem there might be is that, uh, uh, you know, there isn't a designated spot where you could just build this into his house. He does have siblings and <laughs> uh, parents that come by. Right. And there can't be something obvious there that it, it needs to be able to be moved, uh, put up and taken down and taken down. Right? right. It needs to be, you know, mobile in some sort. Let me ask you this. You and that guy, have you only jerked off each other? Have you ever blown each other? You and your friend? Um, I, I have blown him before, yes. Okay. Yeah, I always know when someone says, um, the answer is yes. <laughs> and let me just tell you, though, something that I found an inconsistency. In the beginning of our po- my podcast, you said I never, ever fooled around with any of my friends. I've never been attracted to them. I never would. I never did. But you did blow this guy who's your friend. And I don't think it's any big deal. And I don't think it changes your definition of who you are or means anything. But I just wanted to point out to you that you, you kind of have fooled around with one of your friends. I mean, you have, right? R- right. Your closest friend. But. But you're not in love with him well, and it doesn't mean anything. It's just a sexual thing. Right. And, and, well, it's, um, I don't know, uh. To be honest, I could almost call it more a sympathy thing. Um, <laughs> oh, like, right, because he, cause he has Parkinson's, you mean? He's got nothing else. He's got no life. He's got nothing. So you give him he sympathy blowjobs? You know, I hate to call it that. That's, yeah, but people are laughing in their know, car right now listening. Like, that's a hilarious concept. I, I bet they are. <laughs> yeah, okay. I <laughs> I would give a friend. Okay, Listen, I'm the know, same kind know. of personality. I have like friends in my life that I've been friends with for a really long time. I have one in particular that I always make jokes to him. Like when you're fucking 80 years old, because he's been very good to me in my life. And, if, you know, when you're in diapers and you can't get blown by anybody. Like I would totally come to the hospital and blow you or give you a hand job. you know, just to be nice because that's my friend. So I get the whole sympathy thing. But do you do it like when you're drunk and maybe you do it because you kind of enjoy it too? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, and I, you know, and I'll admit he's not little. Um, so. He's got a big dick. Yeah. Okay, and so you like it. So maybe you're attracted to your friend, but that doesn't mean that because you're friends with him and you're also attracted with him, it doesn't mean that you're gay. I don't think that it changes that to you. Okay, but okay, but then also, I, I, you know, I'm not. Uh, I, 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 I can't swallow him. But you could swallow other guys. Can't. Okay, but yeah, other yeah, guys you can. Yeah, uh, people I don't know, I can. It, yeah. Right, but with him, it would be too. Is it? Is it like it would be too intimate? Isn't it so interesting how everyone has their own like weird yes. rules and regulations they make? But it makes sense to them, right? For you, it's yes. like swallowing is like 
the thing that that's where you draw the line with your friend. You'll blow him, yeah. but you won't kind swallow. Weird. Kind of weird, but, right? I'll blow you, but hey. No, well, that's why I like that. I like that's the kind of parts of my podcast that I'm the most. I find the most interesting, and that's why I could do so many podcasts. Which, if you look at the titles, a lot of them seem like the same. You know, I could have like a million guys that cheat on their wives, but if you really listen to the details of every single one of them, because people are unique and they're their own person, and everybody's like made up of a different concoction. Everybody's story is unique and different you know so you always get these weird little things that are like you know change in the story and that's what makes to me that's what's interesting and that's what I love to find out about people and yeah it doesn't ever make sense but that it makes sense to you and that's why you know it's interesting I can't use that word so I use that word too much (laughs) um so anyway yeah that's that's hilarious but you know like you said it makes sense to you Right. So that's the deal. And like I said, I think that maybe you, you it's hard for you to be because like I said, in the beginning of this podcast, you did not cop to the fact that you flew around your friend. And if I was my therapist who I used to go to, she would she would, you know, say it's like, you know, there is a reason why you you forgot about that when I asked you that question, you know, and you sort of just, you don't, you don't frame that in your mind like that. You really do that yet. When I really ask you the question, like you do you have fooled around with your friend, but somehow you can't put your mind around that and be okay with it. So it's like you do it, but you don't really file it. And that's fine. It's just interesting. I guess that's the, what, the socio, the sociopath side of me. The, you think you're a sociopath? Part of me that can turn off. Well, it, everybody's got a little bit in them, don't they? I mean, no, I think that's a part of like, yeah, but that's okay. I think we all frame things different ways. And I think, you know, you're not like, I think sociopaths are doing that when they're doing it, like when they're like, you know, stabbing somebody and they're crying and they could just feel nothing for them. But the fact that you sort of can disconnect that or you don't file that, I think it's because for you, it's very important And like, I think it's because of the way you look at the gay and the bisexual thing in your mind. On some level, you would like you would you think it's bad if you fooled around your friends and you think that that might make you gay. But because you know you're not gay, you keep away from it. I just think it's really about because of the way you have things in your head as far as defining yourself. Um, I don't think, like I said, it changes the way I see you and it doesn't change the way you've explained yourself. I don't think you're keeping any secrets. I think you keep that though out of your mind, not because you're a sociopath. I think it's because it makes you more clear about your sexuality and how you want to label yourself. And that's fine. You know, because it's not like you you keep it hidden. It's what you do and you're, you just told me about it, you know. Um, and then again, this is strictly anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. But that's cool. I am not going to sit down and have this conversation with, uh, uh, you know, one of my other, you know, friends that I, you know, went to high school with and stuff. Of course. That's why I do my show this way so that people can be at at, like as honest as they can, because I think that this, that's how you get the truth. You know, everyone, if, if people feel like they could be you know, there no one knows who they are exactly. They could be themselves. It's kind of like, right? It's just like the more someone doesn't know who you are, you could be who you are. <laughs> and that's the irony of life, right? Like, 
Um, so right. yeah, you could be really like, you could tell your real story and that's what I think is interesting to people. And that's why I give people the, the, you know, I tell them make up a name. I don't even want to know who you really are. I don't need to know. I just like the stories cause it doesn't really matter. You know, it's a story that's interesting. It is interesting that you don't file it that way and whatever, but whatever, you know, um, good luck with your glory hole. Like, I, like I said, I mean, I never know where my podcasts are going to go. I never know, uh, what I'm going to talk about or what's going to come out. But I always know it's going to be interesting because I, I truly believe people are just so interesting, <laughs> you know. And if you talk to someone long enough, you'll uncover like a lot of fascinating things. And I think that maybe a lot of people will want to probably hear more like glory hole sex stuff. But I think the whole story about what happened with your wife and everything, uh, I I thought that was that was great. And, you know, and interesting well, as well. So I'm glad, you know, we talked. <laughs> I hope you are. Well, you are. A, you're, you're very easy to talk to, Kathy. You are. You're very good at what you do. And uh, um, I just started listening to the podcasts uh, just a couple of days ago. I've listened to about three or four of them. Uh-huh. And um, uh, so, so I kind of, you know, had an idea what, you know, how it went and stuff like that. Right, but yeah, it's awesome. It's great, and and I I would love to come back on and talk to you about anything anytime. Yeah, yeah maybe one day we'll spe- we'll just talk all about like you know because I think when people do have open relationships that are that work right, I think it you know sexually open relationships like you and your wife did, and it did work for a certain amount of time. If we yeah, take away. If we take away like the Jesus thing and all that, if we just talked about the time that it did, like that would be an interesting podcast to have at some point because I think that when you guys did do it, it was healthy. If we could go back in time. Yeah. If we could go back in time and have an interview with myself and my wife in the midst of those days. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That would, that would be one hell of a fun, fun, fun conversation, man. Right. So. Mm-hmm. But instead, we got the the version go. with like the the five chapters that came after that one, <laughs> and you know, <laughs> life is never just like great. Yeah. You know, it's full of all kinds of weird shit. But yeah, like we could do a podcast in the future again. I always have repeat callers. Sometimes, like I feel like I cock block like a lot of your good sex stories. So, like you could always come back on and just tell me like all the kind of crazy shit that you and your wife did. You know, that could be interesting. I always look for people to call in with their stories. So, you know, I'd I'd love to have you back on if you want awesome. to. Okay, but I love this story. I would love to. And I thanks. have you programmed into my phone, so if you ever happen to call me again, I'll know who you are. No, I won't call. I'll email. I will email you and, you know, and let you know that I'm open. And you let me know if you ever want to call back in. Like I said, we'll do something just on, like, the, your open relationship. I think that that's an interesting topic. Because you guys, when you did do it, it was successful. And you guys were cool with it. You know what I mean? And so, you know, and you probably right, have some I'm hot stories. Find another, I'm going to try and find another woman that's into that. We got some swing clubs here in Kansas City. I'm going to go visit them and, and tell you about those experiences or something. Yeah, know. or no. You know when we'll talk again after you have a threesome with those people from your church. <laughs> duh. Right, duh. That's what we're going to talk about. Go have some threesome action. Build the glory hole. Keep me posted and we will talk again soon. You bet. Thank you, Kathy. Thanks so much for calling in, Paul. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Do you have a story? 
lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.